Greetings and welcome to the first podcast of the Texas Steampunk Connection. Hello, how's everybody out there in steampunk everywhere, the world, <laughs> Texas I hope. Yeah, preferably Texas at the moment. Um, I'm Flavio and this is... I'm Dax, how you doing? I bet you people out there are wondering who are we and why should we listen? I'm wondering that my own self. <laughs> yes, well my, as I said my name is Flavio and we're going to talk about steampunk, the goings-ons in Texas preferably what's coming up, what has happened, and we're going to review other things that are steampunkish. Whatever we happen to be interested in at every given time, uh, what's on the schedule for upcoming events, and, you know, just chat it up and uh, see where it takes us. It's our first episode, so we're really not entirely sure where we're going with this, but, but we'll we're going to have a good time. Yeah. Um, so we should probably start by letting you know, how are we steampunk? How did I get into steampunk? How did he get into steampunk? Fair. That's um, a good start. My start is, basically, I was sitting at home one day, and my friend Fax here said, Hey, have you heard of this thing called steampunk? I've never heard of steampunk. <laughs> what are you talking about, Fax? <laughs> then he told me, there's this thing called Steampunk Saturdays? Uh, that, that was back when uh, Sam Tyler yes. was running uh, Gears and... No, what? No. Beer, Brass, and BS. Beer, Brass, and BS. But she also had that store in that little mall. Uh, she did, and she was having you know special steampunk Saturday get-togethers... Uh, to promote her store, but also just brought in the whole community out of the woodwork in uh, the Austin area. Yes, those were the days. And, uh, yeah, those halcyon days of yore uh, where we all found out how many of us there really were in this town who were interested in, like, dressing up and looking fantastic. Oh, you said this town. I guess we should say we're in Austin, Texas. Yes, <laughs> to yes. To start. We are, we are based out of Austin, Texas, so we're going to have a very... Austin-centric, uh, Central Texas-focused uh, view of the world, because what choice do we have? This is where we are. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, yes, he mentions this Steampunk Saturdays. So, I go to the store, and I wait around for a little while. I got there early, apparently. Um, and I, so, I, talk, I meet Sam, and I buy a lot of stuff from her. <laughs> I, you know, my first Steampunk gear, the hat, the vest, the, the glasses, the watch, <laughs> um, well, the goggles. And then uh, I waited around a little bit longer, and then I left. And eventually, Thack shows up, and she goes, who was that guy? <laughs> and I left her very confusing. I, I have no idea who you're talking about. Uh, that, was, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I think a lot of the people in Austin, including myself, uh, can attribute our first uh, knowledge of steampunk as a cultural movement to uh, the great and notorious Sam Tyler, who uh, really, really drove the steampunk community in the local area here for many years. Um, she, she has uh, moved on since and is no longer in Texas, so we are... Yes, she's still uh, alive. She just moved away to another state. <laughs> uh, we're picking up where she uh, left off as best we can and exploring uh, what's happening now, where we're going forward. Uh, Yes. So yeah, my story is pretty much the same. Uh, I don't even know how I heard about uh, the, the steampunk get-together. A friend of my girlfriend's uh, came down from Seattle, where she was uh, extremely into steampunk. And uh, yeah, sort of piqued my interest, and we looked up a group or, or a meeting and, and went out and had a look, and everybody was really friendly and welcoming, and, uh, and you know... It, as, as social groups go, we, we had a good time, and we took it out from there. So, yep. yeah. 
And to me, that's what steampunk pretty much is. It's the so- I like being, I like being the social part. People are friendly. Um, I mean, we look good because we dress up nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> and yeah, it's a, it's a very friendly group. That's what got me into it for the most part. And as well as I like the gadgetry. That's always fun too. People, pe- see what seeing what people build and show off, and the art that goes behind it all. It's all really good, cool, fun stuff. And so, I mean, that's how I got into steampunk, and that's why I like steampunk. I'm pretty much the same. I, I'm really into the, uh, the the maker community. I'm not in the maker community. I wish I was, but you're I, getting there. I'm working on it. Uh, I, I really appreciate building things and watching what people can build and put together. And uh, when you incorporate the the Victorian aesthetic and the the steampunk point of view, it, it, everything's like I, I really grabs my attention. I, I think it uh, probably grabs yours, too. Otherwise, why would you be listening to this uh, podcast, right? Yeah, uh, definitely. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of hopefully, I mean, hopefully steampunk is a little bit more than just slap gears on it and call it steampunk, although some people do that, and there's nothing really wrong with that. But if, when you really get into it, you like to do more than just that kind of thing. That, that's yeah. how I'm trying to get into it, you know. We need blinky lights. Blinky lights, very important. More blinky lights, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if possible, steam, actual steam in your gadgets, which is hard, much very difficult to do, but I have seen people do it. <clears throat> so that's us in a nutshell. Yep. <laughs> um, we're going to move on to our next segment, which was, this could be very much, uh, what's coming up? What's happening in the steampunk community in the near future? Yeah, what's in the news? What is going on right now? Uh, again, we're talking about Central Texas generally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're in Ohio, uh, we might talk about an event that's happening in your area, but... Or if you know an event that we don't know about, let us know. We'll, fi- we'll tell you how to contact us later. <laughs> but, okay. So let, let's just dive into it. So what is going on right now? Um, well, there's going to be the Steampunk Saloon coming up next week. Yes. Uh, the Austin uh, Steampunk Society, which you can find on Facebook. Let's just look up Austin Steampunk Society. Mm-hmm. Uh, hosts a, a what we hope will be a monthly get-together at the steampunk saloon right in west on west 6th street uh we've had one meeting so far uh and i was sad to have missed it which i was sad that you missed it too because we had a really good turnout people were really enthusiastic um the the bar is fairly new uh just kind of getting their uh their feet wet in the steampunk scene uh the bar is to be quite honest also a sports bar because that's how bars stay open and are able to do business, but they're going. Their their decor is is uh, uh, trying to be sort of turn of the century, uh, with a lot of brass and and uh, steel. And uh, I have I have high hopes for them, and I want to encourage them. So we're we're going to go out and uh, and the staff was friendly, very friendly, okay. very friendly. Uh, we should were they dressed up in any way? A little bit. A little bit. So I, I, like I said, they're they're still new to the whole shtick. So we need to work on that, huh? Well, <laughs> Encourage them to dress up better. Yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 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 they they seemed really open to uh, new ideas and uh, um, suggestions as far as that went, and it was a good time. And this is happening May fourth of. 2016. That, by the way, this is 2016, mate. <laughs> yeah, uh, today is April 25th. 25th so it's, it's next week, Wednesday. Uh, we picked Wednesday because downtown parking is free on Wednesday nights. That's and important. That means more money for beer. 
<laughs> good, good choice. So we're going to try that out uh, this Wednesday. Uh, see if if you know people show up, have a good time, and then take it from there. Yes, yeah, so I think the next closest thing would be May seventh. That's a Sunday, and that's well, that's my own personal little thing I'm, I'm putting together. It's my birthday is May third. And I just want to have some fun. And we did this once before, a few years back for my birthday. We went to the San Antonio Zoo in safari outfits. But now we're going to go to the Waco Zoo. <laughs> it's open from 11 to 5. I'm just going to be running around there with my pith helmet and camera. My friends will be with me. Feel free to join us. Let's flood the zoo with a bunch of, with a bunch of good-looking, well-dressed <laughs> people. Preferably in safari outfits because, you know, that's the theme, right? I'm excited about this because the San Antonio Zoo is the only zoo I have ever been to in the country, uh, and it, it's it's fairly small and and uh, could could use a bit of a redesign. But I've heard great things about the Waco Zoo, um, and I want to see, you know, something new, something interesting. And uh, Flavio has a real uh, interest in in the fuzzy animals. <laughs> I like taking pictures of them. Uh, particularly the uh, the cat uh, persuasion, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, <laughs> definitely. That, that's that's my primary focus for going there. But you know, I like to be there with friends as well. Um, but yeah, if if you happen to be there and you see a guy running around the pith helmet, it'll most likely be me. You know, come by and say hi. If I, you know, of course, if I know you, then please definitely come by and say hi. <laughs> if I don't know you, introduce yourself. Uh, if you're on uh, Facebook or you're a member of the Austin Steampunk Society, you can already find uh, Flavio's event posted there. Uh, it's a public event. Feel free to uh, join, and uh, you know it'll be on your calendar. Like pretty much everything we're going to talk about today, I hope uh, you'll find an event on the Facebook that you can you can join. Uh, what's next? Well, let's see what's what's the next time. I know we have a bunch of I've seen we have a bunch of stuff on our list. We have uh, there's this time traveler place in June 5th. That's a, that's a couple of months away. May June well month away. It's in about? Dallas. It's a time traveler fair or something like that in Dallas. I mean, oh. I forgot to get more information on that. Sorry about that, folks. We're still learning. <laughs> I'll get back to that in a minute. Uh, while you're looking that up, uh, I want to mention. Uh, if you are into belly dancing or medieval or uh, Middle Eastern dancing, which isn't exactly face uh, with steampunk, but it could definitely tie in. Yeah, we've gone there. We've gone to similar stuff like that dressed up. Uh, Dark and Twisted 2, so like the sequel to the first Dark and Twisted event, uh, is happening on Friday, May 6th, starting at 8 p.m. at the J. Lorraine Ghost Town, which is out on the east side of Maynard, Texas, uh, from me, that's only about 20 minutes away, uh, but not far outside of Austin. Um, if you've never been to the J. Lorraine Ghost Town, it is kick butt. Yes, it's a very fun place. Um, we just came from an event uh, there last weekend uh, where uh, it was just a, a steampunk group gathering where we uh, spent the afternoon uh, learning to play uh, poker or... Uh, Craps and... The roulette. And just kind of uh, shooting the, I mean, having spirited <laughs> conversations. Uh, we played some croquet. Uh, we played some laser tag, uh, some Wild West gunfighting, if you will. Uh, it was a good afternoon. And, it was uh, fun. 
they have a, a, a small sort of private club there where they uh, they have beers and uh, burgers uh, and hot dogs and assorted other things. Yes, uh, they were really really welcoming to us, uh, and uh, we had a good time. So, uh, and he's, he's also planning to do this at least I don't know every one every other month or so. So we'll, we'll keep we'll, you informed. We'll on keep that. you informed, but. Uh, Yes, just coming up, uh, end of next week, May 6th, uh, belly dancing at the J. Lorraine Ghost Town. Uh, We've gone to that ghost town for belly dancing before in the past as well. It's the same people who same are people, pulling okay. that off, so okay. uh, that should be fun. It uh, was. And then... All right, here it is. I found it, the Time Traveler event featuring live performance from Voltaire. Um, oh. It's in Dallas, the, 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 the church Dallas. I guess that's a club called the Church yep, in Dallas, that's right. <laughs> and that is June fifth at eight p.m. Sunday. Um, so Voltaire has come to Austin a couple of times. We've seen him at uh, Elysium, and uh, he's fun. He, he puts on a, a good show. Uh, it's very yes, personable. Uh, it's a very st- it's a steampunk friendly event because we've gone to see him like that in steampunk <clears throat> garb as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, he does wear a top hat apparently in his pictures, so of course he's <laughs> top hat close enough. He, he's he's really friendly guy uh, and and very good humored, uh, kind of goth, uh, folksy. But look him up online, Voltaire, uh, if you haven't ever heard of him yeah. before. V o l t a i r e, right? Voltaire. So we have that. That's that. Like I said, that's coming up soon. Um, further out. Oh, we don't have to go further out. Let oh, me talk about okay, uh, the Austin Maker Fair, uh, May seventh. So again, next week. Ooh, next a lot of stuff happening weekend, next week. Get, next week is going to be a busy week. Uh, May seventh and eighth, uh, the Maker Fair at uh, the Palmer Event Center is going on. Again, not not specifically steampunk, but uh, it's a great tie-in. People who are building and making and uh, want to show you how they make stuff, or uh, it's a great place to just get an inspiration for building things, uh, making cool gadgets and blinky lights and that sort of stuff. And there's absolutely no reason why you shouldn't go in with a top hat or uh, <laughs> bodice. Um, no one will think ill of you for certain. I love this town. They may want to take your picture. <laughs> sure, sure. So. That's but if you're but if you're not going there, that's the same. That, I'll be at the zoo in Waco. What? That's the same, the same day. The same day. No, wait. Sorry, my bad. I'm my no. bad. Mine's. I was wrong. I'm the zoo is on the eighth. My bad. Let's correct. Rewind. Okay, so we can go to the Maker Fair on the seventh and go to the zoo on the eighth, and then go back to work on Monday. Oh well, let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then what? Then what? What? I, I had a list here. Well. There's the Beers and Gears every third Tuesday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we've been doing that uh, since forever. Uh, we talked at the up at the uh, top of the show about uh, Beer Brass and BS that Sam Tyler used to put on. Uh, and when she left, it sort of uh, changed to Beers and Gears uh, the third Tuesday of every month. So the next one will be May 17th. And that's at uh, Sherlock's Baker's Street Pub pub uh on uh 183 so yeah. north austin currently it's pretty much just a meetup, a meet and greet get yeah. to know your other steampunkers show off your stuff if you want absolutely and uh it, it's a, a small group we get about 15 people 
uh, and, and sit at a large table and have conversations about uh, what is going on, kind of like uh, this uh, this radio show right now. Only you know you get to see us. <laughs> I have a face for radio. <laughs> uh, but that that's uh, that's a lot of fun. Very comfortable, uh, relaxed. Uh, dinner with friends sort of a thing uh it's it's a good time and uh th- that happens once a month uh things may change up as far as uh the theme or what's planned for that night but it'll always be the third tuesday of every month and uh yeah we'll talk about that uh in future shows uh just to remind you uh, to to show up and and uh, what to expect there's also another meetup. It's a coffee meetup. Um, I've never been to this one myself, but I hear there's also good people there. Probably some of the same people. Uh, it's interesting. It is a a, uh, a different group of folks. Um, they meet every other Saturday at uh, at uh, what's the name of that co- uh, coffee bar? Epoch Epoch Coffee Bar um, over in. Uh, north side of the sort of extended ut area um and uh yeah they just get together for uh coffee in the evening um there are some smokers there so it's smoker friendly if you have problems with with cigarettes so so obviously they're sitting on the outside that they are on the outside um if you smoke great if uh you don't smoke or if that bothers you maybe that's not the best uh, meetup for you. But I notice there are more uh, builders and makers that come to this little uh, get-together, and they ha- usually have a little something or other to show off. Um, and they love to talk about what they're building. But that's pretty cool. Yeah, makers sharing their secrets, always a good thing. Certainly. So that there's that. I, I, I do plan to get to one of these eventually. It just it always seems to be bad timing for on my part. Um, I think I mean I'm sure I know some of the people there, if not if not many of them. I mean you know you know them right? You know you've met some of them. Yeah, before. yeah. In fact, yeah. some of them used to come to the beers and gears, but you know time time restraints and everything, you know. Yeah, yeah. But so what else is coming? Well, there's some bigger stuff coming on down in, later in the year. If you want to plan in advance and save your money to go, I'm currently planning to go to Steamposium in Seattle. Um, never been to it. I uh, hear it's a pretty decent size. Um, show also, I believe Voltaire is going to be there as well. Ah, ah. <laughs> um, well, Seattle is known for its uh, steampunk uh, events. I think, like, well, definitely the think, Northwest has a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the 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 U.S. steampunk sort of movement seemed to some degree to sort of start in Seattle and move east and south. At least it, from from my point of view. I could be wrong there, but it seemed that way. <laughs> it seems like there's a lot going on out there because it's going to be in September to late September, like the 23rd to 25th is when that's going to be. I'm also – and before that actually is in July in Portland, which is in the same area. I'm not sure exactly how close. I don't know that area that well. <laughs> we live in Texas. Everything's far away in Texas, but we still make the drive anyway. <laughs> well, I might not drive to Seattle. No, but... no. But if you were in <laughs> Seattle and want to go to Portland, I'm sure the drive for us – you know, in relative to us, it's going to be no, no yeah, big no difference. No big deal. Yeah. So <laughs> um, what's going on it's there? GearCon. <laughs> it's Gear in Con. Portland. I don't know a whole lot about it. Um, I I looked it up. Their website was 
they had a lot of stuff. Um, it, it seems like it's just going to be a convention. They're going to have a bunch of vendors, a bunch of stuff going on. Okay. Um, basically, just a steampunk convention. Um, Worth our, googling, our, seeing what uh, what they have on their on their uh, roster, and see if there's anything of interest to you or yeah. uh, musical acts you want to see. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah why my, not? A friend of mine that I've met at an, at another convention in Las Vegas named Becky. She will be going to GearCon as well as Symposium because she Hi, li- she lives in Washington, <laughs> <laughs> so everything's close to her. Well, relatively speaking. Okay. <laughs> Um, I, I talked to another friend of mine called named Ozzy. Hello, Ozzy. He, hey, Ozzy. He's a mixologist. He's the <laughs> steampunk mixologist. Uh, he's going to one called, um, what did I say? It was, uh, oh, I wrote it down. I can't read your notes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely read my notes now. It was in, uh, ah, crap, move on, I'll find it. <laughs> Let's okay. find something All else. Right. Um, you know, I, I think I'm going to bring this up right now, uh, since we are all in Central Texas. Uh, there are a lot of uh, great big steampunk conventions in other states, mm-hmm. but uh, Texas is it hasn't had any any big conventions to speak of that are specific to steampunk. Not in a while. In, in a while, and I don't know of anything uh, really big on the forefront except for um, two that come to mind. Uh, Steampunk November. Mm. Yes, that's you, on the list. Yep. Here, um, which started out as a, a private birthday party for um, uh, a fella that, uh, well, he just invited his friends and his friends' friends and everybody he ever met. <laughs> and it just got bigger and bigger year by year. And uh, I've not made it to Steampunk November yet. But, we're planning on it this year, though, right? Uh, well, Hopefully. <laughs> all of my friends who've been say, oh, my God, you have to go see this. You have to go participate in this event. It was so much fun. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I really want to. Yes, I want to go check it out as well. I'm told it's a camping <clears throat> event. Right, right. It's a camping event on a large uh, plot of land, I guess. So it is outdoors. Uh, it's in November, so hopefully. Not too hot. Not too hot. <laughs> not too cold or wet. <laughs> Texas weather, though, you know. Unpredictable. Very unpredictable. In November, it could be freezing. It could be in the 90s. Who knows? <laughs> um, so, you know, 50-50 shot, right? Yep. Um, I'm, well, I'm also told that there's also some hotels not too far away if you're not that into camping. Right. And I'm totally not a camper. Uh, Neither am I. I think nature goes on the outside. Uh, or I will stay on in the inside. Yes, I think the closest thing I have to camping equipment now is a single sleeping bag i don't have a tent or anything else <laughs> <laughs> okay so i that is uh steampunk november is november 11th through 13th and yeah you just look on facebook for steampunk november uh and it it is right there and it's probably the biggest con like experience for steampunks in the state uh secondly and following very shortly after is going to be uh dickens on the strand right in december uh First right. week of December? First weekend. First weekend in December uh, in Galveston. That's always a fun place to be. So that's like three weeks after Steampunk November. And that is um, a celebration that Galveston, the city of Galveston has put on for many, many years uh, as a Victorian festival. But since Steampunk has gotten so yes. big and they, everybody's they, They've been accepting it. of us, of Steampunkers. They even gave us a Steampunk alley. For, mm-hmm. for the uh, steampunk for the w- people. Last few years, they've gotten more more of a steampunk bent 
to to uh, some of it. I mean, still you're going to see the the uh, the Victorian uh, carolers and 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 that sort of thing. But uh, there's a little something for everyone. You've got the steampunks and the Victorians and pirates mm-hmm. and. Yep. Uh-huh. They they close off most of their streets down well the Strand area because <laughs> Dickens on the Strand. Hey, how about that? And Deep fried hot dogs, oh, yeah. fair food, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a good time. And there's no camping. Uh, no camping. There, are, it it's a city of Galveston has hotels and uh, a lot uh, of homeaways or yeah yeah rent houses for rent for the weekend that kind of stuff. We did that a couple years ago and had a really good time uh, in in a, a, a rental. Wow, it was like a Victorian mansion. Uh, there's so many fantastic uh, architectural uh, examples of Victorianism uh, in Galveston, if you haven't been there before. Uh, so that that's really a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> okay, I found what I was looking for. My, my friend Ozzy, he's going to Motor City Steam Con. That is obviously in the Motor City, which is Michigan, Detroit. I know it's a little far away, but and it's actually kind of short notice now that I'm looking at the time. It's July 22nd to 24th. But if you're the traveling type and like to you know, travel and find new places and new things, you might want to look into that. It's obviously under Motor City, Motor City Steam Con. Um, there's a bunch of stuff going on there. Art show, Arthur's, all kinds of guests. So keep that in mind if you're in the area. Not, I don't know who would be listening to us from Michigan, but, but if just you are, in case. Hey. <laughs> yeah, our friend Ozzy uh, has in the past traveled extensively to go to different steampunk events um and he's sort of scaling it back uh taking care of business at home Mm -hmm. i guess uh but but, i'll be i'll be tapping into his knowledge for future events yeah and he's making a point to to pick this one out to go to so i'm going to take that as meaning there's something good happening at at uh, motor city steam con is that what you said yep motor city steam con Actually, that same – is it – oh, now it's June 3rd? Yeah, June 3rd and 5th. That's Akon here okay. in Dallas. Back back in the Sorry. Texas area? Yep, back in Texas where we where we want to try to focus. Um, does that say – that says June 3rd right there, right? Yep. I don't know why my notes 3rd say July. 5th. Um, but there's a bunch of stuff going on there. They're having a steampunk ball specifically for steampunkers. And, yeah, they list a number of uh, – um, bunch artists, of bands and musicians specific for for the steampunk track. It's it's not a steampunk convention. It's generally a, a animated uh, anime Japanese convention thing. But but, but they're doing some <clears> bunch <throat> of steampunk on the side. Yeah yeah. Uh, um, specifically a ball where they have a bunch of bands playing. Um, we have a list here. Y- Yoshi Takaku. Never heard him. I don't know, but he's listed. Um, Season of Ghosts, that sounds cool. Now, those two I, appear to be uh, a Japanese, Japanese band. Yep. But, you know, steampunk is hot in Japan, too. And just looking at their pictures, uh, yeah, I could see that could yeah, uh, fit they, pretty well. Mm-hmm. And, of course, one of my favorite bands, Steam Powered Giraffe, is going to be there. In fact, I might be tempted to go up there just for them. We've done that before, and <laughs> yes. it was totally worth it. Uh, Steam Powered Giraffe is based out of, uh, of uh, California. Yep, California. Uh, where is that? I'm not sure if they're in San Francisco. I think they're in San Francisco. I don't know. I honestly don't know where in California they're located, but they, they but, travel around a lot. Yeah, they've made it to uh, Texas a few times. We've had the opportunity to see them and loved uh, their act. It was a lot of fun. They have a lot of videos on YouTube. Look them up. Steam-powered giraffe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
if you don't know who they are, you'll enjoy them. They, they have a, obviously, well, they dress as robots, basically, and they stay in character, even in the bathroom. I, I don't want to tell that story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Another one of our favorite bands, Frenchie and the Punk, is going to be there. We met Frenchie and the Punk at uh, Comic Palooza a couple years ago. Great people. They, they're really nice. <clears throat> they have a very uh, European sort of uh, sound to their music. Mm-hmm. Well, she's uh, French. <clears throat> she is. And he is a punk. <laughs> yep. Uh, and they're proud of it. <laughs> and, and, yeah, they've got a really they're a fun act. And uh, definitely, again, something to look up on YouTube. Yes. Uh, they've got uh, a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, they have a they have a Kickstarter right now for a book. Yeah, I just saw it today. They've got uh, a Kickstarter trying to raise money for a so they can record another album. That's yeah, good. yeah. Um, the book is is uh, a lot of the I think all of their lyrics from all of their albums, along with uh, photographs, uh, backstage photos, um, uh, the punk half of. Frenchie the Punk, he's, he's an artist. He's, and, he's been uh, in a lot of bands you may have heard of. I can't think of them right now, but when, when he tells his backstory... He, uh, Dinosaur Jr. comes to mind. Yeah, that's one of them. He's, uh, he's been in several bands. Band. Um, <clears throat> but but uh, he's, he, I'm sure his, his art and some of his doodles are going to be in, uh, in that book. I haven't seen it because, you know, it's yes. not out yet. Right. But that's I'm, why they're kickstarting. <laughs> yes, I'm definitely going to look into that. And then there's another band. It's a local Dallas band. Marquis de Vaudeville, they will be there as well. If you're from Dallas, you probably know them. In fact, if you're in Texas, you probably know them. Yeah, they've got a they've got a really big uh, uh, following. They're very uh, polished, sort of uh, rockin' uh, steampunk band. Uh, yep. Yeah. Very popular here in Texas. They're, they they tour around a lot in Texas for sure. And, and I think they're based out of Dallas. Yes. So, yep. They're so a Dallas they're band. Very local to <laughs> to the Acon space there. So that's cool. Uh, cool. I think that might be everything that's coming up real soon. That's all the news we could find. All the way in the future of 2017, so you can really start saving your money as a naval adventure. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. Um, Flavio and I uh, and some of our friends are particularly into cruising. Yes. Um, and if you haven't heard of the steampunk cruise uh, before, that's something that's that's happened for the last few years. Never oh. been to one of those steampunk cruise yet, but I'm looking forward yeah. to trying it. We, we've cruised, but not with the with the the steampunks. Uh, and as of last year, uh, the the uh, what do I want to say? Um, the, the organizer, the, organizer, yeah. the uh, um, travel agency, I guess, that was organizing the steampunk cruise, um, basically stepped out, said uh, we're not we're not getting enough people signing up to make this. Uh, uh, economically feasible for us and so they are no longer uh, promoting the steampunk cruise but there's still plenty of people who wanted to go on the steampunk cruise and so we have taken it they they have taken it to uh in hand to do it on their own uh they started a steampunk naval expedition uh facebook group for anybody who is interested in in learning more about the the uh cruises they're going to plan once a, once a year right and uh and this one's going to be march 19th sale date yeah they've already planned for this next 2017 uh on royal caribbean liberty of the sea uh going to honduras belize and of course cosimo mexico <laughs> right. uh, out of galveston texas yep. which is 
really cool for us Texas people because you just drive over there and park. And jump on the boat. <laughs> you don't have to pay for flights to get there. Uh, uh, and that's, little, that's fantastic. Although the last one out of Galveston, there was people from Alaska. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so people fly to here to go on these, these um, steampunk cruises. Um, or wherever they're coming out of. I think they've, 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 they've stayed out of other ports, like Florida and California, maybe? I don't uh, know. I think they have in the past. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was one of the things that kind of kept me from going. <laughs> right, but <laughs> now, it's, now it's practically in our backyard. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, we, we, although last, the last cruise that left port out of Galveston, we went to a Bon Voyage party. We weren't actually going on the cruise, but we went just to meet the people. Yeah, we got invited to the Bon Voyage party in Galveston, and we got to meet uh the the alaskan contingent and they were super super very nice people um of course they were super excited because they were about to get on a boat yep so wish i could have gone but but this time (laughs) they offered to smuggle us on (laughs) (laughs) this time we're totally going um and if you would like to learn more about the uh next steampunk gathering on a cruise ship uh join the steampunk naval expedition and uh check it out and, yep, all the uh, information needed is going to be there. It may be one of the cheapest week vacations you'll have to uh, the opportunity to leave the country and see foreign ports and yep. meet strange people. As well as have a steampunk convention on the waves, apparently. For certain. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, so, yeah, definitely look that up. That's cool. Okay. I think that's all we have for upcoming events for now. All right. Definitely the, the, the more... Close ones we definitely need, we brought up. That'll keep you busy all year, I hope. Yeah, and and we'll you know we're we'll be updating soon. You know, our basic plan is we're going to do this at least twice a month. So every two weeks we'll come on and we'll say stuff, preferably steampunk stuff. Yeah, I think I think today we're kind of just just brain dumping right. uh, all of these events. If uh, if your eyes are crossed. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. All the information is going to be on Facebook somewhere. You can definitely look it up. Or you can contact us on Facebook. I'm, I'm Flavio Faz on Facebook. Um, you can contact me there. Or if you want, you can go to the Texas Steampunk. That's actually a Facebook group as well. And just put whatever information you want there or look it up there. Yeah, yeah. We're both there. And, you know, it's easier than working. So I'll, I'll <laughs> yes. be looking for comments or what have you there. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think we're at the point where, I don't know, let's review some things. Uh, we recently saw a movie, an animated movie, that was very steampunk-oriented. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called April and the Extraordinary World. What, I liked it a lot. What do you think? Uh, oh, yeah, it was fantastic. Um, my understanding is it is uh, it was a French film, uh, originally uh, dubbed in French. But when we saw it at our local art theater, uh, it was redubbed in English. Um, I was a little disappointed they didn't have French accents. Yeah, that clearly, was kind of, yeah. It was clearly uh, 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 set in Paris. Yes. Um, but, yeah, it was a, a romped, romping adventure. Yes, um, there was definitely, everything was run by steam. So mm-hmm. that's very good for a steampunk movie. Sort of an <laughs> alternative history where uh, there was, there's no uh, scientific advancement since the Victorian age. So uh, you've got uh, steam power. Uh, coal-driven power plants uh, and electricity, but you never get uh, petroleum. Uh, and so uh, right, yeah. moving into the, the 30s, uh, they asked, I, I'm guessing, uh, when the, the story takes place, there's still coal-fired 
of steam engines mm-hmm. and and technology is very different uh and so you get a bunch of you know the big geared uh, yep they have big gears they didn't i didn't see machines any, and stuff it's all cool they didn't really have blimps i don't remember blimps but they had that big cable car that's true yeah. it, it's hard to scientifically justify blimps true that's true <laughs> Um, but that, yeah, the, the technology was really cool, very steampunkish, um, kind of little, almost not really dystopian per se. But since you know yeah, all the, I, I would all, say all the trees, yeah, all the trees were gone um, because of, everything was run by steam. They had to burn something. Uh, yeah, they, they uh, all of Europe uh, used up all of their coal. When the coal ran out, they used up all of their trees. So I mean, you get a very bleak uh, look at at the stripped down Europe. And so I would say that was, that was yeah, fairly I guess dystopian. Yeah, in that respect, it is definitely dystopian. But they weren't like on the really like strict regime. But it, you know, it was just, it was Paris without you know with you know, limited resources. I it, guess you can say fascist Paris. True. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, uh, it, it was very um, pulp action adventure, uh, Indiana Jonesy kind of things going on. Um, and it, I don't want to. I want to. I don't want to ruin right. the story for yeah, you. Yeah, we don't want to give was... anything away, really, because if, if you can, if you have if you get a chance to see it, definitely see it. Um, I don't know where it was very limited release here. I don't know if it's going to be released anymore or where else it's showing. Um, I'm sure the DVD will be available eventually. Or, yeah, but uh, you can now. see the you can see the preview online. And uh, if you're in Austin, uh, we saw it at the Regal Gateway Cinema. If it's even showing there by the time this. Uh, yeah, uh, this radio program comes out. Right. Um, Hopefully by the end of, before the end of the week. That's my plan, because you know stuff that's happening next week that we that we talked about. Right. Yes. <laughs> uh, but that was that it really really awesome show. Uh, I really like the uh, the character designs. I mean, I I watch a lot of anime because I'm a nerd. Um, <laughs> but this this definitely for for an animated show, it was not an anime style. Um, it was more. Uh, I described more like if you saw the animated version of uh, uh, what is the name of that uh, kid with the funny little flip hair. Rocket? No, flip hair. Steam oh. Boy? No. No, no. Um, I have no clue what you're talking about at this point. <laughs> I need nuts. more look, more to go on. Ah, eh, never mind. Um, <laughs> if you see the preview, you'll you'll you'll. I hope you think you you know what I'm talking about. It doesn't have an anime style. It doesn't have the, the well, it's, big eyes, small it's mouth it's style. Because it's French animation. That's right, why it's not, right. it's not it's not anime. Uh, right, and so so that was interesting uh, a departure for me. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, a it, style it was, you don't get to see very often. Yeah, and the backgrounds looked a little bit more realistic. You know. Yeah, more I, I think they used um, CGI assisted animation. Right. It still looked like hand drawn, but. The, the animation, uh, because it was so smooth, I have to assume uh, they used some some uh, computer assisted uh, it was, work for that. You know, overall, it was very well done, very enjoyable. My favorite part, of course, no spoilers except for it's a talking cat. <laughs> that doesn't really spoil anything. The talking True. cat is is introduced. He's, he's definitely the a character, yes. <laughs> but a talking cat. Um, just like you know, a lot of animes have talking animals, but this is—he was this very special talking cat. Yeah, 
He was fine. He wasn't that obnoxious for a no, cat. No, for a cat? He was very well behaved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Probably the most unbelievable part of the whole movie. Well, you know, he had human intelligence. That's part of it, too, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> he, knew where, he knew who was feeding him, who was opening the cans. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yes, definitely highly recommend to see it if and or when you can. Um, I'm gonna. I'm going to now review a comic book that I read. I know Fax has not read it, but I will recommend it as well. Um, it's called Lantern City. It is by a company called Boom Studios. It's a comic book. Um, Boom Studios Archaea is a sub 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 publisher. Archaea. Archaea. That's right. Yeah. Um, it's written by a gentleman named Paul Jenkins and Matthew Daly. And the artist is Carlos Mang- Mango Magno Magno, M A G N O Magno. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's a it's another it's a steampunk comic. Obviously, um, it's another dystopian future. I'm not sure if it's an Earth future or just a planet future. It doesn't really say. Obviously, the com- they live in a city called Lantern City. Um, it doesn't really give this size, but I've imagined it more like the mega cities that that were like in Judge Dread. You know those huge cities, because um, apparently. That's where everybody clustered to because something really bad happened out in the outside world. And it turned into a caste system where there's, of course, the rulers, and then it just goes down and down from there to the slums. The city is basically layered, kind of like in Corsican, where basically you have the people up in the high towers and the people down below. So a very Victorian caste system. Very Victorian the caste first system. First class, second class, mm-hmm. third class citizens. Okay. Basically, that sounds cool. And the entire story is basically uh, one gentleman from the lower caste system um, gets sucked up and winds up impersonating, working his way up the caste by impersonating people on accident to start with. Um, the city guards, he winds up taking up one of them people's personalities, not personalities, identities. <laughs> How does that happen? How does he take up a city guard's Well, identity? as you can see, they're wearing masks. The guards are wearing masks, so no one really knows who they are. Okay. <laughs> You know, and so I see him. He takes one some out. Freaking necks. Yep. He and takes one out, and he takes his he takes his takes his uniform, and just goes on up with him. So he is a criminal. <laughs> no, he's just he was protecting. He got caught up in a riot <laughs> when it happened, because you know they were you know apparently the lower caste was having a un an unauthorized gathering, <laughs> and it was broken up. Criminal. <laughs> so it goes on from there, and and um, it's a 12, 12 issues. Um. The only real, I mean, it was, it's, 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 the art, I like the art. It's really pretty. Yeah, that's, that's really popping out for me. I'm just getting my first look at it right now. It's a full color comic, a lot of detail uh, in each, each frame of this thing. This really makes me want to read it. Uh, I'll lend it to you. <laughs> it, it's, it's pretty. Although I'm not really sure how steamy it is because there wasn't a whole lot of stuff. There was some stuff maybe in the background, stuff were run by Steam, and the closest thing they had dirigibles, which, like you said, is hard to... <laughs> but they do have a lot of dirigibles, and that's the only reason why I think it's a really big, huge city, because where else are you going to fly in a dirigible? <laughs> hmm. You know, dirigible, see? Yeah, yeah. But everything else, I mean, it was just, it's very dystopian. You know, there's, there's alleys, there's, it's all city. There's no, there's no plants, no, no parks. It's just all dystopian. So it's Steampunk with a capital P. Right. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's there, there's basically a rebellion in the in the in all you know, and how that, all how all that happens. So, but it's it was really re- it was really well written. Really, uh, the art's really good. 
I do indeed recommend it. Um, like I said, it's only 12, 12, it's 12 issues long. The last issue came out, I think, last week or the week before. Um, the local comic shops would carry it, and I'm sure it will eventually be collected in one volume, a graphic novel they're called. <laughs> um, so if you see it, give it a gander. Give it a try. I'm going to lend these to Thax so he can read them. Sweet. <laughs> Although I'm missing number six. I have no idea how I missed that, but I don't know if anything major plot happened, but I didn't notice. But I was reading them one month at a time, so you know my memory is not always that great. <laughs> now, uh, I'd heard of Lantern City before uh, you bring in comics over today. Uh, because, and as you've mentioned to me before the show started, uh, they're planning on making this into a movie? TV show. They're th looking to make it a TV show. I don't know how far along their production is. Um, their website's really pretty. And uh, uh, there was an actor who was really promoting this... Uh, Box letter. Yeah, um... From, from Babylon 5, right? Yep, Babylon 5, and before that, um, Scarecrow and Mrs. King, <laughs> way right, back in the day. Right. And, and I remember uh, watching an interview with him, and he was, like, super excited about this, pro this uh, uh, project project that he was, he was uh, a part of. Um, and, you know, his excitement made me excited, uh, even though I had no idea what he was talking about at the time. Um, right. I mean, obviously, I have no idea how close the show is going to stay to the comic book. And, you know, comics adaptations, TV show adaptations, they always change. But it'll probably be generally, from lo looking at the pictures and their art, it's going to be pretty much the same situation. Or same city, for sure. Um, and what, what concerns me at the moment, I'm just looking through their website, and Bruce, Bo Bruce Boxliner is, is not listed anywhere yeah, on Yeah, I saw website. that. I uh, saw that as well. I don't want, I, you know. Although, when they... That sounds their, like a bummer. Yeah. They're, yeah, surprisingly, their their website is very doesn't really have a whole lot of information. I mean, people are going to they have conventions scheduled, so apparently they're they're going to conventions and talking up their show, trying to get support. I'm sure. Um, under the when it says uh, cast photos, they have some pictures of some very well known people. There's a lady named Mira Furlan. She was also in Babylon Five. She was one of the ambassadors with the I guess I think she was the bald head and the bone on her head. <laughs> you know, that if you remember a terrible that from back description, in the day. but yes, that's that's right. Yeah, the bone. Yeah, and later she grew hair. I mean, it's, it's I liked Babylon Five when it was happening, but I don't remember a whole lot about it now. Uh, eventually, maybe. Well, there's so much to watch now; it's hard to go back and watch old shows. Um, the the, the gentleman who played um, the dwarf in <laughs> my mind just went blank. Lord of the Rings. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Gimli. Gimli, yes, he's he's pictured here. So I don't, I mean, I don't know how involved they really are, um, but you know, if they are, you know, they got some good actors. So we'll just keep an eye out on that, and hopefully they'll have a release date or more information about yeah. when and what's happening. Um, because I don't know how how old this is. September eighth, two thousand fifteen, was the last interview they have listed here. So, I don't know. Maybe it's at a standstill. We did meet a man at another convention we went to here in Austin, a very small convention called Corrupted Cog. Mm -hmm. um, he was a make. Ago. He's a maker, a steampunk maker. Um, really big guy, kind of looked like Thor, <laughs> a steampunk <laughs> Thor, if you will. Um, but apparently, he was working on the the back, you know, special, not really special effects, the, the props and stuff for this show, and he talked it up a lot. That was last year. Uh, so, you know, 
It's Bruce, Bruce Boxliner still has uh, videos and articles on their Facebook page, so I assume he's. I'm. I'm gonna say he's part of the program. Yes, let's do uh, that. <laughs> it, he sounded like at the time, like the driving force behind it. He was super excited. Uh, program creator, according to something I'm looking on the internet for. Uh, yeah, who knows. Right. Well, I mean, like I said, that's just something to keep an eye out on. Like I said, the comic book is out, 12 issues. It's a, it's a, it's a good read. It's a really all good story. Very pretty art. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll keep you we'll, – we'll try to keep you informed on what we find out. And if, or if you find out anything, let us know. <laughs> Once yeah, again, on yeah. Texas Steampunk on Facebook. I think I think we're pretty much coming to a close. We got a uh, we're at, yeah forty eight minutes or so, so we're getting there. Okay, all um, right. I guess uh, like I said, I guess we you can contact like I said, you can contact us, send us some information at uh, Steampunk, no Texas Steampunk on Facebook. That, that's just a general open. Yeah, that's a, that's an open group. It's not directly associated with this uh, yes. uh, with this blog, but. I will. Um, I will there, work on, so, yeah. Yeah. We will see it. If you mention us, uh, we'll see it. Uh, like I said, I'm also on Facebook as Flavio Faz. If you want to contact me directly, or just you know tag me on on the Texas Steampunk, uh, I will work on a. I will work on a page, um, whether it be a website, personally, or a uh, Facebook page. I don't know. We have so many Facebook pages. I don't know if we want to inundate it with any more. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> sure. Why not? We'll make a page. Um, also, I mean. I don't know if we mentioned this, but that we are also part of the our, our little group. We call ourselves the Roosevelt Adventuring Society. Yes, um, because uh, as part of our particular point of view of steampunk, we enjoy dressing up and going on real adventures, yes. such as cruises that we talked about here, the or zoo. going to the zoo, or uh, you know any number of wild things that we'll probably talk about in future episodes as we plan them and... and uh, do things across the summer. And we'll tell you about the fun we did have. Just try to make you jealous and want to do it with us. Yes. <laughs> Join us. Uh, yeah, we have a really good time. You should come out and have a really good time, too. Um, yeah, yeah. I believe that's it. Uh, so thank you very much for listening. I hope you come back. I hope we weren't too annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to I, I want to make a shout-out here uh, before we close out the shop tonight. Uh, the uh, city of Wimberley has... Right. Uh, uh, steampunk community that's just getting started. We met a few of them up at the uh, uh, Jailer and yeah. Ghost Town. Last also, very weekend. nice people. That's what I like about steampunk. So many nice people. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, they're just getting started. If you are in the Wimberley area or, or south of Austin, uh, that anywhere close to that, there are people. They walk among you. Uh, they they don't even have a Facebook group that I was able to find yet. But you can find them through the Austin Steampunk Society on um, Facebook until until they make their own uh, group to gather and yeah uh, you know socialize amongst their own selves. Um, so yeah yeah they're they're there out here and I want to you know thank the uh, folks from the Wimberley Steampunk Group for coming out this weekend yes. and meeting you. It was great. Uh, good times it. good times we have good times for all hopefully we'll have more good times so i believe that's it for everybody that's it for today we should have some kind of sign off like uh how about like until next time mind your gauges <laughs> mind your gauges <laughs> <laughs> you know basically meaning be nice to each other you know <laughs> don't be rude you know so mind your gauges till next time have a good night i'm fax i'm flavio 
And this has been the Texas Steampunk Connection. A Roosevelt Adventuring Society podcast. Good night. Night.